0: Well, Saturday is a really big day for a very, very, very famous and well-decorated actress that you all know, who is a master of her craft. Uh, She will be hosting Saturday Night Live. And her name is Kim Kardashian,
1: oh, yeah, that's <laughs> not that person, but yeah, <laughs>
0: this is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. and uh Bradley, we talked about this a little bit when you were gone, but y- you have uh, you have brought your your thoughts about uh something that deborah messing said about kim kardashian
1: well i want to talk about kim kardashian in general um there are a bunch of stories of late about kanye specifically helping her with her upcoming saturday night live performance that have been popping in the last couple days and i want to talk about that but then i also do want to reference the deborah messing tweet because i feel like even though uh the point she made uh is a few years too late it's actually a good point And that point uh, we'll get to. But let's start with the stories that I keep seeing. And this particular one comes from page six. There's an exclusive over on page six. uh, And this was from just yesterday. Kanye West helping Kim Kardashian prepare for SNL hosting gig. And, you know, this actually is a piece of doo-doo, but it's also of a piece of stories connecting the two End of relationship, but they haven't divorced yet. But, you know, allegedly they're divorcing. But there is a, a, kind of this like there are these like whispers about them getting back together again in the tabloids. And so this is of a piece of that wherein in this particular case, because she will be hosting on Saturday Night Live this weekend, uh, Kim Kardashian is meeting secretly, although it's an exclusive that people are telling to tabloids. So me thinks it's not actually in a secret. Uh, that the rapper and the reality queen are meeting in secret in the city as she prepares to host um, SNL a source says quote secretly but not Kim is nervous about hosting SNL it's a big challenge but she's determined to be a success Kanye is quietly advising her on her performance again
0: is he whispering
1: how quietly is it if we're talking about it on the radio right Kanye is quietly advising her blah 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 for her opening monologue blah 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 even her costumes for the show blah 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 what do we say about stories that are exclusives with sources speaking calling from inside the house
0: we say that the call is coming from inside the house.
1: it's probably somebody connected to Kim right in Mm -hmm. this case it's Kris Jenner Um, and what's what I think is happening tell me if you agree or disagree that in this particular case Kim, uh, there has been feedback, which we're going to get to, that perhaps Kim Kardashian is going to be a hot mess or it's questionable as to why she's actually hosting SNL in the first Mm -hmm. place. This is an attempt to sort of say like she's, you know, it's what politicians or the, the people behind politicians do before a debate performance, wherein they will say like, oh, you know, this person's practicing really hard for the debate and they know their opponent is a very good opponent. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're, they're just trying to, you know, make sure that they, you know, get all their points across. It's kind of a way to lower expectations.
0: The thing that sticks out to me is that Kim Kardashian has plenty of connections in Hollywood who actually are, um, I don't know, actors many of whom have hosted saturday night live at some point kanye west has been a musical guest on saturday night live but he's never hosted saturday night live so that sticks out to me that very specifically it's kanye that is helping her through this there has to be a purpose for that part of the story as well yeah right like i i agree with you that this is sort of trying to get in front of those questions of like why is kim kardashian doing saturday night live she's not i mean usually it's an actress like what is she even but it seems to me that kim kardashian being as connected as she is in hollywood if she's being coached quietly on the side by somebody the fact that it's kanye west also tells a story
1: yeah and i think a lot of that story probably goes back to this notion again that they have this like secret relationship even though they're still technically married and they have you know children what I mean? together. Like, so, oh, yeah. like it, it's mm-hmm. an echo of the, of that uh, particular storyline, but also, you know, maybe the story's coming from, I said, Chris Jenner, maybe it's coming from Kanye West uh, and his people, because this just makes him look like he's coming in and saving the day because poor Kim Kardashian can't do anything on her own mm-hmm. unless, you know, um, Kanye has signed off on it because in the story, it talks about him helping not just her monologue, but also her costumes because, of, obviously, remember, he is in control of her fashion choices. Mm-hmm. He made she her can't dress blah, herself. blah, 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 blah. But this also, I think, is getting in front of the story that she's going to be a hot mess express, or at least is not qualified to be there, or why is she there in the first place? And that does go back to this Deborah Messing comment that uh, she made on Twitter about why Kim Kardashian was there in the first place, which I think is like... It, it's one of those things where I'm like, as a person, Deborah Messing, why did you feel the need to be the one who came to the world to say what I'm sure a lot of people were thinking? Mm-hmm. I think Deborah Messing has a, a presence on Twitter, mostly that's political now, but she seems to like to have strong opinions and be rewarded for them with p- press coverage um, on Twitter. Anyway, what she actually said was to remind people that didn't see this, quote, Why Kim Kardashian? I mean, I know she's a cultural icon, but SNL has hosts generally who are performers who are there to promote a film, a TV show, or an album launch. Uh, Then she went on to say, am I missing something? So I'm sure she said what a lot of people thought. Mm -hmm. And I think it's probably somewhat valid, maybe like in 1996, Mm -hmm. because Saturday Night Live... Doesn't always just have and actually it probably was never a legitimate argument, because I bet if you go back to the very first season, there were non uh, actors or performers that ended up on Saturday Night Live. I'm
0: sure they had politicians. I'm sure they had. I mean, they've they've always had some unconventional hosts sprinkled in with. The people who are there to push their very hot next movie. Yeah, like yeah. Ralph Nader hosted Saturday Night right. Live back in the yeah. late 70s yeah, or early 80s. So so I do understand what she's
1: saying. Like, you have to be very judicious if you're not going to have actual performers on the show. But at the end of the day, Saturday Night Live is not a... I mean, it is, it's symbolic, it's a cultural institution, sure, you can like blow smoke up their rears all you want, but at the end of the day, it really is a television show, and Mm -hmm. they're there to get eyeballs onto the screen, and increasingly, it's the same reason that Anna Wintour put, you know, celebrities on the covers of magazines, Mm -hmm. because celebrity sells, it doesn't have to be, you know, this notion that you have to be a qualified celebrity, or a talented celebrity, whatever that actually means, Seems increasingly, I mean, I feel like we're five seconds away from TikTok stars being on Saturday Night Live. I mean,
0: it's not so far-fetched because... actually,
1: cast members have come to Saturday Night Live from TikTok.
0: From TikTok. I mean, we've redefined what, because of the landscape of celebrity, we've redefined what a celebrity is. It used to Uh, be TV stars and movie stars. Now, it's anybody with any type of following and when Deborah messing says usually it was this type of person who would be on Saturday Night Live am I missing something the answer to that from my from my standpoint is, is a resounding yes you are missing something Deborah messing because all of this is helping poise the Kardashians to announce whatever this project is on Hulu. If Addison Rae doesn't host Saturday Night Live this year, I would be shocked. Oh, I agree with you for sure. I'm shocked.
1: Also, as other people less respectful than I have pointed out, this might have to do with the fact that Deborah Messing, who is a television actor,
0: is not from Saturday.
1: a from a very famous show called Will and Grace, mm-hmm. whose co stars have all hosted mm-hmm. an episode of Saturday Night Live, and Deborah has not.
0: Mm-hmm sour grapes and
1: I know it's hard with Deborah because like for example this New York post story that talked about her making these comments initially was like I mean they do not care for her apparently at the New York post messing 53 is notoriously outspoken over the years the redhead who will not play Lucille Ball in the upcoming <gasps> biopic
0: oh my god they waged, are throwing shade. Has
1: waged online beef... That's not even shade, honey. That's just they're throwing knives at her. Oh, my god! Has gosh. waged online beef battles with the likes of Oscar winner Susan Bleep. Shut the bleep up, Sarandon. Oh, wow. They go all in on all the ladies.
0: bucket. Online beef battles. <laughs> Which, that, that's, that's a chapter in, a folder in my yeah. book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> online beef battles. Oof. Well, best of luck to you, Deborah Messing. Yeah. And at Al at Al uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show I want to talk about Oprah's friends because do it. Oprah's talking about Oprah's friends uh, she says she has three close friends mm. and that's it okay and you might be surprised at who they are but more rather maybe who they aren't
1: okay
0: I'm a little bit obsessed with the story we'll talk about Oprah's friends when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1 well Oprah Winfrey says she only has three close friends really? And it's Colleen, Bradley, and Holly.
1: No, just that's kidding. a lie.
0: This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. i I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. No, she was... So Oprah Winfrey was interviewed by Hoda Kotb on um, Making Space with Hoda Kotb. And she revealed that she just has a very, very small inner circle. Which, on the one hand, I don't think is all that surprising. Because when you are... OLR, Oprah level rich. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. When you're OLR, you probably got to be real careful about who you pull in, right? You want to kind of keep it safe. Well, and, you would
1: imagine, like anybody, right. right?
0: So, um, so I, you know, I saw this headline and I was like, okay, her three closest friends. Like, if I could guess, based on what I know, we all know one is Gail. You'd hope, right? So I'm like, okay, so there's two other friends. Who would they be? Like, who are the two other friends in her inner circle? Based on what we know of Oprah, who might they be? And I was thinking, like, okay, well, you know, she's always on David Geffen's yacht. Like, is he in her bestie circle? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'd be slightly disturbing.
0: Right? Or or remember she's been spotted with Harvey Weinstein many many times. <laughs> I'm I just, just saying things. like mm-hmm, yeah. I'm just saying like you the people who she spends the most time people. with. And then I started to think about people who she essentially gave careers to. Dr. Oz? Nope, he's not in the inner circle. Dr. Phil is definitely not in the inner circle, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Who? No, the three people in her inner circle Gail King and then Maria Shriver. Interesting. And then her personal trainer, which I didn't even realize like he was still in the picture, Bob Green. Oh, what do you know? I know, who she also really did give a career to. Yeah. Um, and I had n- I mean, I I had no idea. And I think that also is of interest, right? That she's not like Gail King has a I mean, she's talented in her own right. But she has a career of being Oprah adjacent. Yeah. But you don't hear Oprah Winfrey talk about her bestie, Maria Shriver, very often. No. But apparently their friendship goes back a really long time. Back when uh, Oprah was working at WJZ TV. And she was working a different shift from Maria. So Maria was on her way out. And Oprah was on her way in. And the two of them crossed paths in the bathroom. And apparently that's how their friendship started. Hmm. So they've oh. been friends for a long, long time.
1: Okay. Uh, not that I'm trying to be too Team Cobra about this, but how, are, how do we know this? Because I, at where Oprah is concerned or somebody mm-hmm. at that level of celebrity, I would question, like, well, who's telling us this?
0: Oprah's telling us this. Okay. She uh, told this whole story in uh, Making Space with Hoda Kotb, which is that like a podcast? Or is that, yeah, sure. It's a podcast. It's Sounds Hoda Cotby's like it. podcast. Um, Hoda is making space for inspiration with her new podcast. Of
1: course she yeah. is. So, and if
0: you are trying to make space for inspiration, obviously you're going to talk to
1: Oprah. Well, I would hope. It's yeah.
0: interesting. They met Maria Shriver and Oprah in 1978. Yeah. So they've been friends for a yeah, super so duper plausible. long time, yeah. right? Like
1: they're like really besties.
0: Um. So, like, f- she says 42 years. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. And that's as long as she's been friends with Gail. So their friendship like predates Oprah. Yeah. You know, my favorite of all time, that Oprah. Yeah. And then uh, she tells the story of how she met Bob Green. Again, her longtime personal trainer. We all kind of knew Bob Green because, again, she kind of gave him a career in the public eye in a certain way or
1: yeah elevated his visibility. elevated
0: yeah exactly um she said uh of bob green she said while well, writing the forward for his book the best life diet bob green was the answer to my prayers when i first met bob at the last ditch effort spa in colorado i thought for sure he was judging and labeling me as i had already judged and labeled myself fat and out of control bob it turned out wasn't judging me at all he really understood uh, and so she, she pulled him in and like he's part of her inner circle and they're yeah. super besties. And she said, um, I never really expanded that inner circle of three best friends until recently. She said I'd become friends with a couple of people in my later adult life in the past five years. But really, when you think about how Oprah operates as sort of this. I mean she's a huge personality. Oh yeah, absolutely. And everybody wants a piece of Oprah. Mm-hmm. And Oprah has only allowed 3 people. Yeah. to have any piece of Oprah.
1: Yeah. That's smart.
0: I know. I kind of was like I'm actually very impressed by that. I kind of respect that. I respect that ability to have those boundaries and to identify like who matters mm-hmm. you in to. your life. I would you would have to Absolutely, and of course, I mean, that's not to say when she says that those are her three, that's her inner circle, that doesn't, obviously, that doesn't mean she doesn't have other friends, right? Like, she's got a ton of acquaintancy friends, but it sounds like she has a really good... Core group. Core group and way of, like, way of defining where all of those voices belong in her life. Which I think would be really hard to be Oprah. I mean, listen, there are very things about, very few things about being Oprah... That I think would be difficult but I think it would be hard to oh
1: d- yeah I think it's got to be incredibly hard
0: yeah to judge who's in it for you yeah. and who's in it for the mm-hmm. Oprah effect
1: got to be people that knew you before you were you
0: mm-hmm when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show we've got celebrities behaving badly we call them Z-Bags. and we're gonna tell you all about them after this on my talk 1071. one the baby celebrities the behaving guys. badly. We tell you about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Who yeah. is your D Bag?
1: Well, it's technically e news by way of Yahoo Entertainment, and by e news, I mean a. News. Uh, and this particular story that I came across uh, with the headline This new photo of Rob Kardashian was worth a wait after Instagram's outage.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. trying First really of all- hard. I was waiting the entire time for a photograph of Rob Kardashian.
1: I know, right? Who wasn't? I mean, we all sat around going, "Instagram is down. I really wish I could see what Rob Kardashian looks I'm just like."
0: Keep refreshing. So
1: this is of a piece. Use a phrase I've already used in the mm-hmm. show, but it it uh, makes the point that there is this storyline in the tabloids. Trust me, dear audience, that. Rob Kardashian needs to be seen because he mm-hmm. hasn't been seen and it is going to be magical and transformational. It's new, it's different, it's a different... It's new Rob. Mm-hmm. You know, like new Coke, new Rob. Um, not Fresh cocaine.
0: new Rob.
1: Yeah. So then, of course, because I do the thing that the tabloids want me to do, mostly so you don't have to, and now you don't, but um, you'll get the story anyway. You're welcome. Um, I go to the story and... <laughs> Like, Alyssa Morin, I'm sure you're an amazing writer, and I wish you all the best in your career. But the following words begin this story. Kim Kardashian just cleansed the timeline. After Facebook and Instagram experienced a massive outage for nearly six hours, the Keeping Up with the Kardashian star made a glorious return to the gram (laughs) with a rare new photo of her brother, Rob Kardashian. Taking to Instagram, blah, 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 snapshot of Rob hugging Chloe, blah, blah, blah. Now, perhaps you've seen this uh, photo of Chloe Kardashian. At first, I was like, wait, is that Kim? No, it's Chloe because they all look the same. I right. don't know where I am. And Rob, and oh, look, it's a glorious new photo. I mean, it, I
0: mean they're it, at dinner.
1: It's really just a photo of Chloe and Rob. Also, creepy, as pointed out by our good friend and producer, Holly Roberts. She calls them a couple in this photo, which I'm like, oh, what is that like humor? Because they're brother and
0: sister? That's nice. Why?
1: Why? So, E, why, why are you trying to constantly, it's not just E, it's all the tablets. I don't understand why we need new photos of secretive Rob. Right. Because as far as I can tell, Rob is just out there living his life, and occasionally someone snaps a photo. Now... As opposed to what anybody else who's a celebrity as far as I'm concerned Rob has gotten more publicity coverage than any celebrity right or I shouldn't say any celebrity uh than a lot of celebrities who never get headlines. But, like, the fact that every couple of weeks we're getting a new photo of Rob that's mysterious, mysterious and magical, and, oh, it's it's different and new, and he's a recluse. I'm like, for a recluse, he's not doing a very good job of it.
0: Well, he, all of this... What I think is interesting about this is the ti- timing and proximity to this new project. And oh, it's like Chris Jenner has, like, opened up her old dusty bag of tricks and, like blew the dust off of some stuff and was like, you know what? Let's just throw it all in a salad together.
1: Yeah. Also, she's been, they've been doing this. Right. This this happened because this dusty bag of tricks was dusted off before the show was canceled. Right. When we were getting
0: our Rob whiffs.
1: I mean, we've been getting Rob whiffs for years because remember he, there was this whole period of, you know, Rob having an incredible transformation and be like, well, that looks like the same Rob. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what why is like poor Chloe is always clapping back. Poor Rob is always being transformed Mm -hmm. or secretive and not being seen. And like it will always be a picture of Rob in a T-shirt and a cap next to one of his sisters who is completely fabricated within an inch of her life. Um, And also it appears that she or one of her sisters is uh, on the back of her camera. Uh
0: What is that? It's like a cartoon drawing,
1: but is that Chloe or Kim? I don't know. Who knows? They're all the the same. They got all the same parts. The moral of the story is you guys, this new photo of Rob also, who's the idiot who's out there going, Oh God. I mean, I realize the idiot is me (laughs) going, Oh God, Rob. uh, What has he been up to? Look at this. That Rob Kardashian. Hey Rob. I mean, he doesn't do anything. No, Aww. he just takes like, pictures. I'm not saying he's not a valuable, important human being like we all are. But why does he need if he doesn't want? I don't understand why I've I know made my point.
0: I have one thought that has been present uh, for a long time. But it's crystallizing. Mm. I remember hearing an interview uh, in a documentary style thing for the TV show Poops Creek. Ah, Where Dan Levy and Eugene Levy talked about the amount of time that they spent together before they ever even put pen to paper and wrote the pilot for Poops Creek. They spent a ton of time painstakingly going from character to character and talking about who they were, what made them unique, what their motivation was, all of that stuff. I wonder... If the Kardashians had a similar conversation at a boardroom table about who they're all going to be in the world. Oh, yeah. It
1: wouldn't have been nearly as thoughtful or well planned out as Poops Creek. But like you said,
0: like Chloe is always poor Chloe. Rob is always transforming. Yeah. Kim is always sexy.
1: Well, I think that's the mark of their success, right?
0: Right. And they stay in their lane. But the sad part about it is, how do you ever get out of that lane? Then, when you've been, when you're, when your actual real life persona has been crafted in order to be entertainment for somebody else, mm-hmm. how do you ever grow out of that? Yeah, they're not allowed to. Yeah, poor Rob. Poor. Who's Chloe. your deep Lori Laughlin. Oh God. Oh. I mean, it's like I don't know. It's. Uh, Lori Laughlin by way of Olivia Jade and her partner, Val Schmerkovsky. Wait, on Val Dance-
1: Schmerkovsky
0: On Dancing with the Stars.
1: Oh, I was like, they're together? No,
0: so Olivia Jade and Val are partners on Dancing with the Stars.
1: Yeah, I forgot that she was on that
0: show. I, oh, I know. I know, because it is a, it I is know. like a travesty that she has stuck around this long. Now, I'm going to read you a whole bunch of... I'm going to, like, there's a lot of debaggery happening in this article, in this um, interview. Um, so, apparently, they did this interview with Page Six and some other reporters. Um, this was all during a post-show press a presser on Monday night. Yeah. And um, Page Six had asked about... Val Schmirkovsky's longevity on the show. Like mm-hmm. how much longer are you going to do this? And he's like, I don't know how many more seasons I got in me, but I'll stick around for Lori. Meaning I want to stick around for the time that Lori Laughlin gets cast on this show.
1: Okay. That's weird. He
0: says, as he's next to his partner, her daughter, her daughter, weird. And he said, and then, uh, anyway, then they go on. Is that like a
1: thing though? Like, does he really think she's going to be on?
0: Well, Okay, I remember a blind item that we had recently about how they were going to, like how great, yay, Olivia Jade is on Dancing with the Stars, but this is really going to be used as a positioner for Lori Laughlin. Wow. So no, I don't think it's so far from the realm of possibility that Lori Laughlin is probably angling for a role oh, in I'm the sure. show. Everybody
1: right? wants to be rehabilitated. I also just love the idea that when you um, fleece, Uh, the American public and others uh, of lots of money um, (laughs) are forced to go to jail as a result. You're way back in the good graces of the American public is uh, with a turn on dancing with the stars. No
0: pun intended. Also, I stick a pin in that because I want to read you some of the things that Olivia Jade said that reference what you kind of just talked about. But she goes on to say, Olivia Jade says, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really asked her, like, would you come on and do the show? But she's just so proud of me. Mama bear, just excited. Which is exactly the word that NT Lawyer used in the blind mm-hmm. item about how they were going to position Lori Laughlin. was like, she's going to be seen as the mama bear. Proud mama bear. Proud mama bear. Well, anyway, so um, Olivia Jade went on to talk about kind of, how dancing with the stars is reshaping her own confidence in the wake of the, uh, college admission scandal. Yeah. And she says, I think for the last few years, when I'm out or I walk around, I feel embarrassed. Like I hold guilt. Um, so to do something like this, to work so hard at it feels nice to me to finally carry pride. Are you laughing at internally?
1: I mean, I'm just shaking my head back and forth.
0: She's like, oh, this is what it feels like to actually work for something and accomplish something. You know, and like. (laughs) College? Yeah. Or Uh, getting on. The rowing team, Yeah, right? <laughs> on your fake what rower? what it feels to
1: actually do something. I'm so glad I didn't do anything so I could finally do something. Exactly,
0: right? Like, is anybody else doing the math on this? And then she goes, no, I don't know that's if that's the
1: point, And that's right. why Dancing with the Stars has cast her.
0: Yeah. Anyway, she goes on to say, I don't know if it sounds cheesy, but I definitely think my confidence has grown a lot. And I'm hoping that it keeps growing. That's what happens I just, when I you don't actually understand,
1: apply yourself. I don't understand our obsession with giving people like this a spotlight. Don't get it. Don't get it. Mm-hmm. Fool me
0: once. Fool me twice. Can't I'm not surprised
1: again? that this happened. What I'm surprised is how the culture reacted.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anywho. And that is the end of that story. Mm. But... Look for a Lori Laughlin on a Dancing we'll with the Stars near you.
1: Be watching that episode. Don't
0: worry, I'll watch it. I'll hate watch it on everybody's behalf. Thank you. Although, by the way, Val Valchmarkovsky went on to like heap praises on Olivia Jade's talent. Oh, you're so talented! You should have been dancing all along. Well, what else are they supposed <laughs> to say? That's what you should have gotten
1: the scholarship for.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't have had to lie about that. Again, this is what it feels like to apply yourself and have success. Olivia Jade, congratulations. You did not get that experience in higher learning. Thank God you're getting it from Dancing with the Stars. And I'm proud to be an American. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Or at
1: least I know somebody's going to take me for a ride and then charge me for the privilege.
0: Okay. When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we do indeed have extra D-bags. So many, in fact, we had to make a whole other segment, a little double-down action after this on My Talk 107.1. For four great charities, like our charity, Minnesota Academy of Science. Learn more at Project Down and Dirty Construction at mytalk1071.com keyword project. Your five eyewitness news weather forecast. Bradley, would you like to give that? I'll give it. It's pickles with a chance of hard-boiled eggs.
1: (laughs) I, um had to get it out of the way before at least within an hour of the Lori and Julia show.
0: Okay, well okay, give us the real weather. Just wait
1: for about 45 minutes in the smell a lot better Uh,
0: partly cloudy 73 today partly cloudy 59 tonight 72 partly to mostly cloudy tomorrow right now it's mostly cloudy 70 with a very dark cloud over the hubbard broadcasting building right specifically in this room can i
1: just say though
0: and now he's throwing an apple on top of
1: all can i just say that pickles and eggs go great together i
0: bet they do actually Mm -hmm. i bet if you like if you chopped up a little pickle and put it in some egg salad you'd have a really nice flavor profile yeah yeah don't you think well don't you put pickle you can put pickles in, in like a, some people put pickle i don't know maybe some people do uh i know i have a friend who puts pickle. pickles in tuna salad yeah which also I is a great pickles. smelling experience
1: i i yeah i love love pickles.
0: but do you love popcorn i do Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Corn related. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag oh, of the day.
1: Uh, we got a D-Bag Double Down, kids. Exclusive. The Jonas Brothers launch tasty new popcorn that Joe says should be on everyone's shelf. Okay. Okay, so when I saw this story uh, as a people exclusive, I thought to myself, oh, that's exciting. The Jonas Brothers want us to know about their new popcorn. And then I was like, popcorn? What? Like, are what? (laughs) So then I go on to read... Because, you know, every gal darn thing has to have a story behind it, right? Mm -hmm. The journey to bring Rob's backstage popcorn to fans is a wild story, Nick Jonas tells people. Oh, I can't
0: wait. Take us on the ride, Nick Jonas. Of
1: the snack that he, Joe, and Kevin launched on Tuesday with the Naked Market.
0: What is that? What? What I will say, based on the outfits that they're wearing in the promotional picture, they'd be better off naked. Uh,
1: I I would love to see that uh, advertising uh, campaign. However, however, so basically, what follows is the newly highly anticipated, highly addicting spice artisanal popcorn that's available to fans nationwide starting Tuesday. Also, it's popcorn, you I cannot, guys. The
0: word artisanal needs to be deleted. Well, you know from what I call reality. artisanal? What
1: art is anal? <laughs> Oh, geez. <laughs> because that's what it is okay anyway um it's not my commentary on modern art but it is spiced artisanal popcorn mm. available to say, to fans nationwide well you can't just say that you can't just say like hey kids it's the jonas brothers popcorn no in fact you have to get the backstory and the backstory is rob's backstage popcorn well the first question you're going to ask me colleen is who's rob
0: yeah who's rob
1: Well, this shouldn't be a surprise to any actual longtime fans of the group. The secret recipe was developed nearly 30. Now, I want you to pay attention Mm because there is a ton of. An Easter
0: egg in here? Okay.
1: Well, it's an Easter egg, but like literally, I just, as we go through the story, I just want you to, to point out the eye rolls. Okay. Their secret recipe mm-hmm. was developed nearly 30 years ago Ooh, by Rob Garbowski, okay. father of Greg Garbowski, the former Jonas Brothers bass player, current member of Jonas Brothers management team, long-term friend of Nick Joe and Kevin. Okay, so Do he's, he's done a lot. So some so it's guys dad, dad. Yeah. Their friends the, dad. The, yeah. It's a wild story. Nick I can't said. wait to hear it. It's a wild story. Greg's dad has been making this popcorn for years and he would show up to shows with his popcorn. It became a staple on their tours. They would hand out bags. This is wild. Again, it's a wild story. I can tell.
0: It's like I, I'm going on a ride.
1: The sweet and savory popcorn was even on their tour buses and backstage. But in the night, the 2019 2020 happiness begins tour quote says Joe, it's rare to find something that has that balance of flavor. It's so tasty, so flavorful. We thought it should be on everyone's shelf at home. Okay. So z- they're trying to make you think somebody's dad had some really good popcorn and they were like, everybody should do this. Right. Okay. Well, why didn't the dad like go off and make they should have said, hey, you should like make that popcorn. That popcorn's real good. You should sell that. And then Rob goes off and mm-hmm. does it. No. In fact, here's what happened. What had happened was we asked Rob, would it be okay if we launched this and gave the experience to our fans?
0: Okay, can we steal your proprietary
1: Remember thirty years ago
0: popcorn that we've been took thirty years mowing on for the past thirty. Thirty years. Can we take that? Yeah. We were like and introduce it to everybody else. We'll put your name on it, but
1: it's ours. Now, of course, launching this product didn't happen overnight. Oh no, get this. So thirty years took him to develop his popcorn. Nick, Joe, and Kevin, thirty three.
0: Oh, so this has been happening since they were three years old.
1: No. Rob is the one that developed the popcorn honey. I know. For 30 years.
0: Right. Since they were three, because they're 33 years old.
1: Since they were three.
0: Well, you said thirty three. So they've been eating it since they were toddlers. So they were toddlers. No, no,
1: no. Rob made this popcorn and then he made the popcorn thirty years ago, long before he ever met a Jonas brother. Oh, okay. But then he started serving it on their tour. But Got my point, it. Okay, my okay, point okay. I'm sorry, my point is that it took thirty years to develop this highly secret amazing recipe. Mm-hmm. But then what follows is that uh these three spent more than two years perfecting Rob's recipe.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. he, so the this was so year amazing. Process. They were
1: like, can we take this and share this with our fans? He's like, sure. Okay, well, we're going to spend about two years perfecting it because it's not quite good enough. It's like,
0: it's like good, right? but not great.
1: And then, you know, they, what they had to do was find a partner to help produce the product for the masses. And that's when they came across CPG, San Francisco based CPG consumer packaged goods startup, The Naked Market. Founded by a tight team of three friends, the Naked Market was a natural partner for the Joe Bros. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this is such press release. Oh junk. my God.
1: So, the entire thing and the thing that just made this entire story eye-roly is this story is lies. Because, again, I mean, if it was such an amazing popcorn that you were having on tour and you're like, oh, it's amazing, you spent 30 years crafting this popcorn, mm-hmm. can we share this with Brent? Again, wouldn't the normal course of action be, hey, Rob, or Bob, was it Bob? Rob. I feel bad for the it's guy Rob. because we're not going to know him. It's going to be... I well, mean, that's,
0: part of, like that's popcorn, part of the problem. I feel like that's part of the problem. fair,
1: it's called Rob's
0: Bob. Yeah, but like, is he but getting any of this it's money? It's because of the
1: Joe bros. Mm-hmm. And why can't you just say like... Our friend uh, Greg's dad made some great popcorn and mm-hmm. now we bought the interest in the company and are selling it. So he's a great guy. The popcorn's really good. No, they have to tell you this backstory. Probably that's not
0: a wild story. Uh,
1: <laughs> because the story's not actually wild. Yeah. And the popcorn is not actually his like dad's 30-year-old recipe. Mm-hmm. Also, because it, if sounds, it, was, it sounds
0: remarkably like kettle corn.
1: Uh, Thank you. Spiced artisanal popcorn. I don't know what that means, but you do know that it has a a balance of flavor.
0: It does sound fancy.
1: So it's popcorn.
0: Yeah. Um, Can we talk about the price on this?
1: $19.99 for a bag of four.
0: No! $20! You want me to pay $20 for your popcorn? Well, that's because
1: this is what I don't understand. You have to go to eatrobs.com. Okay. Um Also, if you go to eatrobs.com, sorry <laughs> we just sold out of Rob's popcorn. Oh,
0: believe- oh. oh. oh
1: Give us your email and we'll tell you when no. it's back in I'm stock. I'm not going to
0: give you Lies. my email. Oh, Lies. But it, was, that but it not- does say very clearly because it's a wild story that it was established in 1989.
1: Yeah, but it still took them two years to make it better.
0: Mm-hmm. But every bag is special. It tells me oh, right here. God.
1: I will say, I'm. I hope he's getting Uh, cash out. That's
0: what I'm worried about is that they were just like, hey, can we have your popcorn? He was like, totally, sure. (laughs) And then did not take any of the money. Mm. That would be dumb. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to talk about Britney Spears. People were trying to cure her with something that wasn't.